Welcome to the 16th episode of Downtime Podcast. My name's Elisa. And I'm Jeremy. Um, oh, and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, we're going to introduce him. Uh, oh. Yeah, so today we're doing, a, like you said, a special <laughs> podcast. And we have Jairus back with us. Hello, Jairus. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Jairus Camby here. <laughs> so I thought he was going to pop in and be like, and I'm Jairus. And then I was there was that awkward silence. And oh, I no. To do what he <laughs> I, I thought we were going to introduce him. Yeah, that's what I thought you guys were going to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be more formal if we introduced him. But it's okay. Oh, okay. He's here now. It's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast again. <laughs> Yay! Now, well, now both of us are here to talk to Jairus. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Today we we kind of talk. We want to talk about music and video games since Jairus is a musician. And yes, last sir. time we we kind of touched on that, but we kind of want to expand on that a little in the podcast. Oh right, yeah, trust me, we'll be going over a lot, as many as we can. Damn! <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Well, I'll be. All right, cool. Well. So before I talk about that, I just wanted to talk about an experience I had this past weekend. <laughs> well, not kind of like a indirect experience. Yeah, but, I'm curious. And I told, yes, I told you two about it. But now, as um, if you are a fan of the game, mobile game Pokemon Go, it's uh, this past week has been the one year anniversary, <laughs> and to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. There was a Pokemon Go Fest hosted by Niantic in Chicago. Now, this past weekend, I actually went to Chicago um, to visit or just for vacation. And one of the friends who I went to Chicago with actually bought a ticket for this event, which was hosted in Grant Park, which is one of the main parks of Chicago. It's in the tour. It's in one of the touristy spots as well. And... I'm just hearing, I don't know if you two have been hearing the news, but all kinds of terrible shit came out of that. I have not heard <laughs> well, anything. Well, I, I have one question, though, before we get into that stuff. Why was it held in Chicago if Niantic is based in San Francisco? <laughs> you know, why is Coachella in a desert? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't answer my question still. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I guess you can have a f- any festival wherever you want. I s- yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. I can <laughs> yeah, I, re- I genuinely don't know why it's not in San Francisco, although you can probably argue that there's not a lot of places to host a festival here. I mean, obviously, there's Outside Lands and the one on Angel Island, but I guess Chicago just seemed like an ideal situation to appeal to all of the united states and canada okay. so it's like in, in the middle of the united states okay just i was just curious yeah. all right aside yeah. from that i have no freaking idea why i was in chicago let alone when i went to chicago i didn't know that it was pokemon go fest at all i was in my lift <laughs> and all of a sudden by the way the driver was playing a hip-hop radio station Ooh, beautiful. and all of a sudden the radio station goes Hey, yo, I just wanted to let you know that Pokemon Go Fest is this weekend. Who has their <laughs> tickets? And I was like, what? <laughs> and that's how I found out. And then wow. on top of that, the friend who I went with, I didn't know he got the ticket initially. Oh, my God. We straight up met at the hotel. And he goes, by the way, guys, we're not going to be hanging out on Saturday. <laughs> oh, and, my God. And we're like, and we're like why? <laughs> and he's... <laughs> Said he got the Pokemon Go ticket. I don't know. I think I would have hung out with with my friends rather than go to this this event. Ugh. 
So anyways, I was, clearly I really regretted it. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I was reading an article that? saying that uh, Pokemon Go Fest, if you were to go to that, was the equivalent of going outside, turning on airplane mode on your phone, and trying to play Pokemon Go. Yes, there's a lot of issues that came with this. If you too remember the news about Fire Festival that came out in I think February, it was almost that same situation where the festival went to smithereens and it was very poorly planned. And here are a few of the reasons why. Um, so coming from a fan perspective, one, the tickets sold out immediately because there was a limit of ten pe- ten tickets per person. So a lot of scalpers, as you can imagine. Ooh. So People were buying tickets for $300, $400, but the ticket was only $20. Wow, that's scalping at its best. It really is. Two, um, the appeal to one of, one of the appeals to this event is for that event, they were going to open it up to legendary Pokemon to be captured by yeah. anyone who attended. Yeah. But the servers and everything was down. <laughs> wow, that's already a like mm. recipe for destruction. Oh my goodness. It, I know. So real no one could even capture Pokemon and when the CEO for Niantic came on, everyone was just booing him oh. and it was so oh. bad. I know. And because of everything that happened, he gave everyone who bought a ticket a refund and I don't know what else they gave, but I do know that because of the whole situation, legendary Pokemon for, I think, 48 hours were able to be captured relatively easily. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and now, I don't think you can capture it anymore. Or, like, you can capture it, but they're rare. Oh. That's just really unfortunate that their, like, first go at it turned out to be like that. Like, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want their own event to end up like that. It sucks. Exactly, especially after a lot of, especially with the bad rep that Niantic has, this was probably the event to make them seem cool, but they really (laughs) messed it up. Backfired. Oh, dude. For real, though. I know. And my friend came back to us and complained, and I was thinking, yep, you should have gone to the museum with us. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little, little way of a, little bit of spite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a tiny bit. you know what fascinates yeah. me about this is that uh, a lot of my friends like kind of gave up playing Pokemon Go, myself included. Mm-hmm. And I just and now that there's a one year anniversary in Chicago, I realize that how many people still play this game, which is me crazy. too. Yeah, crazy. I didn't even realize that my friends were still playing it. <laughs> I know one of my until this event. Yeah, mm. and. It was actually really packed this weekend with tourists attending that event just a- around Chicago. You had people, you, you know, in raids trying to capture Pokemon and you wow. can tell because they had the gear. There were a lot of people who came to this. What and the I don't heck? think and I don't think a lot of these people were from Chicago. Of course they were from Chicago, but a lot of people came from around. That is crazy. I yeah, know that's, that's insane. That's, that's how popular it still is. Yeah, that, the demand for that game is crazy. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know how you could like still be into it. All you do is you just tap the screen, and then you eventually get a Pokemon, and you just continue. All the- I think it's just the nostalgia factor that plays well into it for everybody else. Yeah. Definitely, and I don't even think you can trade Pokemon or battle with other yeah. users yet. Oh wow, it's been a year though. <laughs> I mean, it's been a year, and it's only up to the second generation, Jesus the Johto League. 
you know, on the release or when that game originally came out, I, I remember being excited for it because I thought there was going to be like a, a sort of friend system and like a rival system. Like if I saw somebody across the street and he was playing Pokemon Go, we'd be able to battle each other like immediately. But, you know, I guess that's too above and beyond for them to have, uh, you know, developed at the time. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, like, I don't know, just it's a year later. I kind of I'm kind of hoping at this point they would have something like that but the closest yeah. thing to a friend system they have is i think something entirely different than what i thought yeah but you know what pokemon's like one of those things that lasts forever it seems like <laughs> so people will always as well pokemon. as ash being 10 years old yes. lasts yeah forever. that yeah that's another story but that's also true but yeah you know you know pokemon's like a lasting staple and everyone loves pokemon worldwide so obviously this game is never gonna die as long as pokemon is still popular <laughs> as long but, as yeah. for, lives. for me personally like i just oh no seriously yeah but like for me personally like po- pokemon go just fell off because i just didn't have the time and patience to keep running around physically trying to find these things uh yeah it, it lost its shine real quick for me too yeah agreed <laughs> and i guess we'll be hearing more news about the aftermath Oh, in the upcoming weeks oh, man. Oh, just, no. i'm just bracing for it because i just feel so bad that it ended up that way like oh man i know you see what i feel bad for are the people who um bought scalp tickets oh yeah oh. that's definitely oh man why would you even buy scalp tickets for an event like that like just pay full price <laughs> i know well maybe they didn't have the ticket or like it was impossible to get at that point so then that was oh like the last oh yeah, yeah 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 so um so what what happened was, you can buy up to ten tickets at a time. Oh, the so fuck? these guys planned ahead. These guys knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't know what they were getting into. That's the other thing. <laughs> oh my god! It just it kind of reminds me of with Nintendo and how they do limited editions and collector's editions and stuff like that. It's actually really limited, and they don't they really don't like uh, what is it stock more. So then, as soon as it's all out. It's not there anymore. And then people who bought it first, they're already scalping it. They already they yeah. knew. They knew. Oh, my God. I, I was thinking about that because, you know, the do you, you two know the Halo Collector Edition where you have that really big constructed box? Yes. yes. Yes, I do. I do know about that. That was promoted as a collector's item, but they print that, but they produced a lot of them so okay. it doesn't even so the box and the figures don't even sell for that much because although it was supposed to be a collector's limited edition they didn't even make they they made too much what? so so everyone has it but you know what, what gyrus said with nintendo's strategy of just making <laughs> it appear as all of these items are rare and they're pr- they're producing very little of the consoles i don't like that you know it's like supply and demand man when there's little supply there's gonna be high demand but it yeah. doesn't play in the favor of nintendo it plays in the favor of the scalpers yes oh, oh nintendo learn from your mistakes please <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's always that the situation happens but it, it's, no, it's no, been no. happening a lot recently well i mean i feel like they're kind of fixing that up because the breath of the wild for um the switch like it was a combo uh, there was a collector's edition there was actually a good amount of that in stock so i don't feel that a lot of people were able to scalp that yeah mm. okay that's good yeah i don't think the game itself needed to be scalped it's the switch oh. <laughs> that's on the rare side oh yeah uh, I, I don't know if people are still having problems with that that being out of stock i just know for a fact that i have one and i am enjoying it 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people in my office are actually still, some of them still had trouble trying to find a Switch, but it's fine. I mean, some of them found it already, so I guess it's getting easier and easier to find a Switch, which is nice. Yeah, that's definitely good for people who have been wanting it, you know. You can't, it's, with everything, like, it's eventually going to be in stock. Yeah, which is good. I mean, unlike the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. I've heard about those. <laughs> I yeah. don't intend on buying those at all, but I've heard wo- stories of woe because of that. Don't waste your money. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't plan on wasting my money on those. You can easily just use the, what are they called, like the... Um, the online system that's going to be incorporated into the Switch, or you could just emulate, I guess. Not saying to emulate, but it's a possibility. That's why my brother and I built a PC in our living room simply to emulate games and play all those old games. Like, we really don't need a separate console to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just more space taken up, you know? Yeah. It's I, all about the nostalgia yeah, factor. There you go. I, I believe it is the nostalgia factor that, like, you know, um, yeah. what is it? Persuades people to buy it in the first place. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I believe those those uh, new um, what is it those SNES classics and that SNES classic stuff are those products they have like a collection of really good games so then it kind of kind of adds to the nostalgia factor people are like oh I remember that game I remember those games we could all play them together etc yeah <laughs> so just- especially like with a, game, with a game like Star Fox 2 you know it was never released in the west they're like oh I want to play that I want to play that game so there's more incentive and then there's Mario Kart of course well I don't know if they actually have Mario Kart there I'm just saying like if it's there it's part of I don't of know game. either it's a good question mm-hmm. but overall yeah there's just a bunch of stuff that Nintendo does and some things that they do right haha <laughs> haha <laughs> yes I don't know what what do you mean you don't know dude <laughs> they have a lot of <laughs> A lot of good games, man. No, I mean, like, I was just making... Oh, shit. I was no, just making mean, noises. No, he means, like, I don't know about the noises he's making. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just... Oh, oh okay. I was, I was confused. I'm momentarily confused. But, yeah. No, I'm confused, too. It's okay. We're it's both all confused. good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about this shit show that is Pokemon Go Fest if I want to move on to the next thing. All I can yeah, say is that was all like. Yeah, that's. I just wanted to address that really quickly because I was actually in the city when it <laughs> cool. all went down. Mm-hmm. Damn, it could have been worse things that went down, but Pokemon Go Fest, damn. <laughs> Unfortunate. I know. It's a pity. So, I guess we'll get into the music now, right? <laughs> all right, I guess I'll be commandeering the ship for now. But, let's see. I guess to start it off, um, everybody, obviously, when they play video games, they're, they're going to be playing for the gameplay, or for the... Um, story and all that you get you get attached to characters and then there's also what i personally look for almost immediately is the soundtrack i i tend to i agree yeah, totally I, I tend Me to too. be like you know some people when they're passionate about something they're going to be looking out for that you know more than others and that's that's what happens with me so you know there's plenty of games um that i can totally just name them uh right off the bat uh one of them well well what's up well first of all let's let's all name our three favorite games Ooh. or game franchises like soundtracks Ooh. and i can go first all right go so uh my my one of mine like this is not in any particular order just like three the three i can think of off the top of my head mm-hmm. that resonate with me the most uh, banjo okay. kazooie banjo tooie so grant kirk kirkhope he's one of my favorite all-time favorite composers and it's the reason why i bought uh ukulele the new title from uh <laughs> oh. yeah 
yeah, that game studio. I can't, their name was escaping me. But yeah, the the ra- the rare the rare X rare guys made that new studio, and I really like Grant Kirk- Kirkhope, and that's one of the reasons why I bought the game is because of the music. The soundtrack was just reminding me a lot of the Banjo Kazooie games. Mm-hmm. Although the game isn't as great as I thought it would be, uh, the music was fantastic. Um, another one that resonates with me the most is the Halo franchise. Yes. I love Martin O'Donnell and what he did with Wonderful all the Halo choice. games. Yeah, the- no. The Halo 2 theme song, in oh, my yes. opinion, is one of the best video game theme With songs of all time. It's so... Yeah, 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 exactly! Oh, yeah. No, totally. I love it. Yeah, that... Yeah, <coughs> the Halo franchise in general, wow, just... It's the music is amazing, and it's it's something that I really really think about when I'm playing a Halo game, and, and I want to hear the music, you know, when I'm playing the game. So sometimes Definitely. I'll just. Yeah, like press pause and like look for the soundtrack and just listen to it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I and mean, the third one that I like the most is probably The Legend of Zelda. I have to say Zelda. Yeah, no, it's just after Jairus, after that one night, you, we went to Hyrule Castle yes. straight from the beginning of the game yeah. in Breath of the Wild and we heard the Zelda medley theme. Like, <laughs> that just made me like think, like, in the past, I've, I've set the Fairy Fountain theme as, my, as my, uh, yes. my ringtone to wake up to. And Zelda's theme, Zelda's lullaby is one of my all-time favorites. Mm. And just The Legend of Zelda in general has had a really great history of, of really good soundtracks and really good, and really good music. And so I really have to give it off to to Nintendo and, Zel- and the Legend of Zelda franchise for creating like a really good soundtrack across their their titles in that franchise. Oh yeah, most definitely. They they do really good work. Like oh man, there are so many that so many games that they produced or you know uh, have helped release through their um, yeah company that you know yeah they have great soundtracks. Uh, Listen, you can go mm-hmm. next with yours. I- I'm curious as to what you have. All right. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I'd have to say that my top three would be Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy X, and Persona 4. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> wait, wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. You, could, you could say it as a franchise, so then you have a space for a third one. I'm curious if you have another one past those. Oh, there's choices. Okay, so I am going to say the Final Fantasy franchise yes. because I love Nobuo Uematsu. Yeah, uh, Nobuo so yes. It's okay. fucking <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's and like, God bless him. <laughs> really though, <laughs> Goodness he's amazing. Oh, you know what? Here it is. I'd say third is Chrono Trigger. Oh, oh I was going to talk about that. You good yes. choice. Good choice. Wonderful yes. choice. So Chrono, Persona, and Final Fantasy are my three favorite OST games. Really quick, I know you both love Jade. Uh, like uh. Just, uh, JRPGs, so I think you guys can have a lot to talk about when it comes to that sector. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, uh, <laughs> Jairus, yeah, how about you, man? What are your top threes? That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, as a musician, I know it's really hard to, to it's pick. More so, <laughs> even if I'm not pinpointing like, a t- like, like in no particular order, it's still hard for me to, to choose exactly what what, like... There's a plethora of games and I can't like Yeah, not, no, dude. It's not choose yeah, something. I got you. <laughs> but okay, if I'm to choose You guys have named already like some of the ones that I absolutely love. There's Legend of Zelda you guys sure. named, Final Fantasy has already been named. Oh my nice. god. Like those are also some of mine. But I guess for a bit of a breath fr- uh, breath of fresh air, I'm going to give three different ones. Um wh- All right. one that I really like 
uh, obviously we've all played it. We even mentioned it earlier. It's Pokemon. <laughs> oh, we, we can't not talk about like video game music without <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon has a lot of good like songs, believe it or not. Or That's very pieces. true. Like you have you have uh, the little jingle from when you're uh, healing your Pokemon. You have the Lavender Town theme, which can be creepy. You can have the Viridian Town or Viridian, I believe it is. Yes, and then Palatown. Palatown, come on. <laughs> Yeah, okay. who, anyway. who composed the music? And there's for, that battle. There's that battle yes. theme too. Uh, the one, oh yeah. The one who composed it is Junichi Masuda, and I believe he's still oh. very strong with uh, the Pokemon series. He's still composing for a majority of them. I believe though that cool. he's also directing. So then there are also new um, composers working under him. Unfortunately, I don't know their names, so I'm sorry, composers. I don't know your names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there's that. Um, there are actually lovely pieces in the games for Pokemon like even one of the recent ones black and white I have this song called emotion and it's it's really really cool you I'll, I'll send it to you guys later I'll send a lot of these songs later to you guys so you uh, are sure. able to listen to them if you guys right, are, are, would, well, would like to anyhow past Pokemon there is near <laughs> if you have not played near it okay well near the first near is a bit of a hard game to get into automata is a fantastic game to delve into the series and Yoko Taro's um, mind. He's a phenomenal, uh, what is it, director. However, the composer, no, not however, moreover, the composer for the games, he they're a wonderful team. You have Keiichi Okabe and then the Monaka team. I, there's a lot of people under that um, name, so I don't really uh -huh. know everybody. They're fantastic. Okay. For, the, for the game, strictly, they got this, um, this particular singer. Her name is Emmy Evans. And in their they created an entirely new language for the game and it's very symbolic so amazing it sounds it's a it's like a mesh-up of different languages you have french you have gaelic you have english really? you have japanese yeah it's just it's a combination of all and it does sound good i'll, I'll send you a few wow later. um okay it's it's beautiful i i I'm absolutely admire it. it's like a perfect what is it? No, it's a great example of orchestration and music. It's showing that video game music isn't much, isn't so much as a joke, or isn't much of a joke so much as it is a growing art. Like it's, it's fantastic. I love it. It's it's giving a. Who great thinks example. it's a joke? I'm there. There are actually. Well, it's not. People that think that is a joke or that it's a joke are more so the older, classically trained uh, musicians. They don't, oh, I get what you mean yeah. now. So some people that are like classically trained, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this music is never gonna be on the level of Bach and Beethoven," which obviously it's not. But it's still not like you can't say that it's what is it that these compositions that are coming out aren't like in its own sense like amazing, beautiful, and uh, tre uh, what is what is the word I'm looking for? Transcendent. Mm, I guess transcendent would work, but it's more so like it's mm -hmm. something you can't. You can't keep your ears off. <laughs> keep your ears yeah. off. Oh, that's not. It's not transcendent. But it. But I agree. If you if you think about the Final Fantasy soundtrack oh, and yes. how constantly <laughs> there's tours all yes, over yes. of orchestras. Who yes. my god! And and like these people, like including me, I would totally go to these tours, mm. and it's making a huge impact, and people will listen to it of all different ages. <laughs> it, yeah. it gets me so happy. Um, but real quick, <laughs> real quick, uh, the last one that I want to name is um, there are a bunch of other games that I do like. However, I do want to name this one, despite the fact I have not played it. I've just listened to the soundtrack because it is one of my all-time favorite composers. If you've ever heard of the game called Nino Kuni, 
it is. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Already, of course. You already know. You already <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, I do. This video game Holy soundtrack, shit. for those of you who do not know, <coughs> is composed by the lovely and wonderful Joe Isaichi, who I don't remember his Ah. Name, but he has composed for uh, many of the Ghibli films, if not all of them. Yeah, I mean, there's a few that he hasn't, but nonetheless, he is a spectacular composer. I yes. highly recommend. Agreed. If not, play the game. Definitely listen to the soundtrack. And and there's gonna be a sequel, and he's gonna be returning for that very role of composing for. Oh hell yeah! So it's gonna be another wonderful stack of osts to listen to for me <laughs> but anyway, nice. and it's gonna be wonderful i love that soundtrack as well yes good wonderful wonderful uh, oh there's um there's one uh game that i want to highlight real quick it's called i am setsuno uh just popped into my mind real quick that game is oh. uh has a soundtrack that's composed by someone 22 23 years old he graduated uh right away from uh university i don't remember which one it was he created the soundtrack for that game and it's Barring like one or two songs, it is strictly piano, and it is it is beautiful. If you if you like um, more, it's heavily what is it Eastern influenced? You, you know you're gonna get like a bunch of Orientally themed. Um, uh, what are they? What are, what is the thing I was looking for? It's a bit stereotypical in structure for Eastern uh, music. You can hear that a lot, but it's 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 beautiful like i highly recommend it i i'm a pianist so obviously i'll be a bit more biased towards it but i <laughs> i do feel it is a great um great work by one composer who just did strictly most or majority of it piano all right yes yes it's, nice. I'll, I'll check it out again I'll, yeah. I'll be linking a lot of these yes <laughs> yeah please please do um but let's see from those franchises obviously you do have um like the gods of composing. I I make this joke a lot with a bunch of my musician friends where we, we say, like, Square Enix, they can be questionable with um, the quality of their games uh, as of late, uh, barring, like, Nier, because Nier Automata is actually really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, gushing about that game. I love it. But um, <laughs> aside from that, we, we joke about Square Enix being, like, the Gryffindor of composers in the gaming world. <laughs> You have you have Nobuo Uematsu, you have Yoko Shimomura. Those guys are fantastic. Yoko Shimomura did Final Fantasy XV and also the wonderful Kingdom Hearts. I haven't played it, but it has a phenomenal soundtrack. I listen to a lot of the piano collections, which I which I love, and then the originals. They're great. There's a bunch of good songs there. Um, I thought Kingdom Hearts was Karawada. What was that? I thought Kingdom Hearts was Karawada, or there's more composers. There might on be that. more. Let me double check okay. real quick. Uh, There's probably more than one. Yeah, because the majority, some uh, majority of games, they will have like a main director or like a sound director or a main comp. I don't know what the proper terms are, and I'm a musician. <laughs> Please excuse me, but um, they they have like someone that's the top, and then they're gonna be di- uh, directing them, you know, guiding them and all that. So, got it. Generally, oh, I just looked it up. So the music of Kingdom Hearts video game series was composed by Yoko Shimomura with orchestral music arranged by Karawada. There we go. Cool. Yeah, having their orchestral arranges a bit different is... It just makes it better for the orchestra. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. But, um... Let's see. For you guys, what games did you, like... Could you not get your ears off of when you were playing the game? I'm just curious. Oh, man. Uh, and then if you, uh, if you can just like describe one particular moment that like hits you straight in the face when you when it suddenly like just the music came in I'm, I'm just really curious for me it was halo definitely halo Ooh-wee. 
Yeah, I have to say, Halo is one I think about a lot when it comes to the soundtrack, and just the memories of my cousins and my brother and I just like playing together, playing co-op, <laughs> Halo 2 especially, when we would walk through and like we would see the giant courtyard and there would be jackals and, lo- and little grunts running around and we'd shoot them <laughs> with dual-wielding guns. It was just, and then the music kicked in and like, Demon! shit, like we're in a battle. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, dude, just, yeah, just fighting the giant scorpion tank, not scorpion tank, the giant, uh, what's that giant wait. four-legged creature? Oh, wait, no, it's a scarab. Yeah. yeah, the scarab, like just fight, like trying to get on the scarab and stuff. Like, yeah, I think that, that was like one of the, I, one of my earliest memories playing video games with my cousins and my brother and all of us like collaborating together to, to finish it. And another one I would say is probably Super Smash Brothers. I really like the music in that franchise. Ooh, especially well. Brawl. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. And, you know, Brawl, the, the whole entire Super Smash Brothers franchise is, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, is when, whenever I buy a Nintendo console, it was because of a Smash game. <laughs> Just like, play, yeah, no, seriously, like, it was it was the music. It was like the story, whatever you want to call it. If there was a story, especially in yeah. brawl, uh, and then just like playing against other people and playing against my cousins and my brother and trying to see who's better. Yeah, <laughs> just the, the music in those games, like all the levels was they were they're all they were all unique. All the levels had unique soundtracks to them, and I thought that was really cool. For me, a lot of um, musical moments that hit me are also related to family as well, and being around family and mm-hmm. playing with them, and just like that memory oh, holds yeah. well. So I'll always cite this as the first time I really started paying attention to mu- to music in video games. Okay. So Final Fantasy X, <laughs> it's the first time you visit the, um, the equivalent of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And all of them are in kind of like this ephemeral world. Mm-hmm. And it's playing this song called Wandering. And it's to this day one of my favorite... It's to this day my favorite video game soundtrack song of all time very nice very nice it's like it's the first time where i really connected the music with the game and just everyone in this moment is talking about people who've died in their past (laughs) and the music's very fitting and really resonated with me because then i thought about my own life and then from there really like that's when video game music really hit me hard that's deep that's deep that's dude. wonderful yeah i love it I love yeah it. absolutely love it um i i can't really pinpoint for me where i started you know paying attention to video game music i feel like i've always well i'm not like trying to like brag or anything like that or say anything mm-hmm. like, on top of anybody else but like i feel like i've always been paying attention to the music of video games because i've grown up in a musical family so I've, mm-hmm. I've been a bit more sharper in that sense when it comes to music or anything sound related. Um, but while I was thinking when you guys were talking about yours, there's this one game that I do recall, like, <laughs> it's a bit of a nerdy thingy, but um, the first game I got or on the Game Boy Color that I remember going way out of the way to like listen to a specific song was for a game called Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting, uh, what is it? It takes an interesting departure from the original, like, series and their story. Uh, but there is this particular girl that you get that is there, and it's, it feels like she's a love interest, but she's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. You have some sort of bond with her. And she will okay. always be, at, at one point, um, you, she will always be in one specific area, and she will always be singing this one song. And the song, I really, 
really liked. I remember at one, uh, like I went outside of this old apartment that me and my family used to live in, and I just went in the stairs, put my volume okay. all the way up on my Game Boy Color, and then I just smacked that speaker into my ear, and I'm just like, I gotta listen to the song really closely. <laughs> so oh. I, was, I was just, I had it on repeat. I would stay there for a good like, I don't, I don't know the the the, the, the jingle or the the song itself. The piece was only like 15, 30 seconds. And I would stay there for a long time just listening to it. I really, really love it. There's a, there's a lot of really good music that's less than a minute and yes. meant for looping. Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenal. It sounds really nice. Oh, a good example of that is um, Kingdom Hearts. When you enter the title screen, you get the oh, the dearly beloved yes, yes. song. It's just I love that song. Meant for looping and like I swear the song itself is only like one minute thirty seconds. Despite that, those pieces it's, they can be like absolutely just beautiful like you will want to listen to them for more than yeah like however many like the one minute and 30 seconds that it was supposed to be meant to listen or meant to be listened to it's it's hilarious yeah. i i gave the example of dearly beloved from oh. kingdom hearts yes and another ah. example would be to Zanarkand. ah i that is a great that's one of the first songs that got me into playing piano i will not lie that is one of the first songs that got me into playing piano Nobuo nice. is a phenomenal composer. He's done a lot of music, and for the first uh, ten Final Fantasies, um, past that, he started getting a bit weird with the company. Um, I remember watching a few interviews with Nobuo Uematsu, and the guy is hilarious. If believe it or not, the first thing he composed for was a porno. <laughs> Can you believe that? It's, <laughs> it's, a little, it's hilarious. Oh my god! No way! Yeah, I know, right? The great Nobuo Uematsu. I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's something to be ashamed of. I think it's kind of funny. Like it's a, it's something. No, I think people. it's really funny. It's kind of crazy. It's funny because you think you know to break into the music industry, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and he definitely started somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, like in general, like, people who do film too, like some of their first gigs are doing porn. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, uh, that's like their break. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit unfortunate, but hey, whatever works out in the long run. Look where, yeah. look where Nobu's got. He's Phenomenal guy. He he's actually returned for composing for the Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO. Um, he's mm-hmm. even for the new uh, expansion for the I think it's called Bloodstorm. He uh, redid the main theme again. <laughs> they, they've always been doing the main theme all over and over again. But I can never get tired of it. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, quick question: How come he didn't do the thirteen soundtrack? Um, do you know? I I when I was watching all those interviews, um, there was a lot of things they went over with him and the original CEO of uh, Square Squaresoft or no Square Enix um, but when it was Squaresoft it was him and this guy that they were really really good friends and when they were okay. turning into Square Enix there was a lot of uh, a lot of infighting I believe not in, I'm not quite sure there was a bunch of um, what is it differences and then they're trying to resolve it eventually it led to uh, his friend leaving mm-hmm. Square Enix and Nobu Uematsu followed suit. I don't recall Got exactly it. why. And yeah, they were going over a lot of things. So okay. they, they at least kind of let him come back a few times, you know, with Final Fantasy fourteen being an example you can compose. Although don't, you know, don't take every word on it from me. This is this is from me trying to remember from memory. It's been a while since I watched the interviews. Uh, but for the most part, there was some sort of um, internal not fighting, not drama. I want to say something better, mm-hmm. but kind of hard for me to Internal dispute? Yes, disputes would be a better way to word it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But um, let's see. Moving on, there are, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of games that have like phenomenal 
uh, moments that just hit us. When <laughs> when I was at Jeremy's house, he, he even mentioned earlier when we were playing Breath of the Wild, he was mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just saying, "Hey Jairus, I want you to go to the castle." I was like, "Oh, why?" He was like, "This is a spoiler." <laughs> and he was like, "It's okay. I just wanna I just wanna see it." It the way that scene plays, like even if you didn't like the music in Breath of the Wild, the Breath of the Wild has uh, the soundtrack for that has been getting a bit of like it's been left and right with uh, people, but for the most part, yeah. despite that, I feel that exact moment you enter the castle hearing everything just like as you're progressing it's the perfect song to just storm the castle with you're you're the hero of hyrule you finally got everything yeah. on, and then you're going yeah. in to destroy ganon and you're just like here's this cadential theme you have a, you have the like military drums you have like for some reason there's like electronic bass and it, it's cool as fuck. <laughs> and um you have what is it? A culmination of themes from the past Zelda games that are just there, yeah. and it's oh my god, it's nostalgic and it's it's hype inducing, like it's phenomenal. Yeah, something I noticed, I told you when we were playing it, is that I did not hear the the original or like traditional Zelda theme when we were playing the the main game, the main story, mm-hmm. and I was wondering about that, like why didn't they do that? And I think it's because they wanted you to hear it at a certain point in the game, like, they kind of rewarded you with the theme. It's like, oh, there's the thing that we've been looking for. <laughs> it's, you it's, know, like, they have to, it was from, it's about moments, you know, like, set pieces in the game. Mm-hmm. The game itself, um, it is very atmospheric. Um, the game is yeah. open world, so I feel that they chose, uh, they made the right decisions with the, um, the music in regards to that, although they do do really interesting stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Compositional wise, mm-hmm. but that's that's a totally different area. Um, mm-hmm. Nonetheless, there are a lot of people were complaining the lack of themes. Like you know when you you listen to certain songs in like the original games, like Ocarina of Time or um, like a character has a theme yes, song. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, people are saying like there's none of that. Although there there are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. There, there's there's a good number of them. It isn't like stacked with a bunch of them like well, maybe wind waker wind waker has a lot of great song or pieces um it's it's lovely but in breath of the wild they, they kind of just like jeremy mentioned they they save it like they're just moments like you, you get to experience it a lot of people that played the game and they got to, they get to this one um village uh don't remember the name rito ruto it's it's a village that has these like bird people it, they were originally okay. in wind waker the song that plays there is a blast from the past. It's from Wind Waker, and the nice. the way it was arranged for Breath of the Wild, it's like <laughs> it's impossible for you to not have had a moment if you haven't already played Wind Waker. Like it's it's well it's well timed. It's a mo- oh, it's a yeah, moment. I bet. Like, okay. It's definitely a moment. It's great. Um, yeah. So there, there's the there's Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker. There's a bunch of other games. Um, I definitely love a lot of them. I can go on and on and on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I, I could tell. Like, um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I had to talk about this one. I was. There, it's okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> there is near Auto Automata near those those two games. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Keiichi Okabe, Timonaka, Emmy Evans. The music is is great. It's amazing. It's it fits perfectly with the tone. The game is like trying to narrate or trying to you know express it's very depressing it's beautiful <laughs> it's it's fantastic it's depressing yeah, yeah no, no, exactly. <laughs> like especially the first near like you you think you're the hero but you're actually one of the biggest assholes because there is no solution for any side so it's just Shit. it's it's intense but the music is 
beautiful. It's great. There's moments where you're just like, wow, what the hell is this song? I want to listen to this. And then there's the, the chaos language that Emmy Evans is singing, and you're just like, what is this? I, I swear it's French, but it's not. And then it's, <laughs> it's a bunch of things. It's There's a lot of beautiful pieces. I absolutely love what they did with Nier. And then in Automata, Cage, he just... He just steps his game up with the rest of his team. There, I I firmly believe Nier Automata is the pinnacle of video game music right now. There, there is like, okay. I I feel there is no, there is no other at the moment that equates to it because in video game music it's great to to you know like fit certain um, fit certain like scenes and all that stuff. However, in Automata, there. Story-wise, you know, as you progress, like at first you'll start at this one place, and then you'll get like a one version of this song, and then you'll you'll hear, you'll get familiar with mm -hmm. it, but it's just like in the background, it's just atmospheric, and then further you get along, the song changes, but it's the same song. However, it's louder, it's dynamic. You you can hear it more, and it's a bit, it's it's more, it's what's the word I'm looking for? It's present, like it's it's there. And then finally, when shit's hitting the fan, like, it's the loudest it can get. And then you're just like, what is going on? And it just happens with multiple themes in different areas <laughs> there. It's it's great. But it's not even that, too. There's a section of the game where you have to switch off the perspective. You have to play a different character. A lot of people may not like this character a lot because of the way he fights. But despite that, there... What is it? His fighting style has you hacking. You will hear the song playing... And then all of a sudden, when you hack, it turns into 8-bit, but it transitions seamlessly. It's flawless. It's amazing. And I'm just like, when did this happen? Like, I I swear I was hearing the song <laughs> orchestrated a moment ago. Why is it suddenly 8-bit? And I'm just like, I didn't even realize it. I was like, this is great. This is is, is a beautiful. It's amazing. I highly recommend this game for so many people. Like, it, it's interesting in, this, in that it tries to be a, a lot of different games at once, the gameplay. Like, it can be a hack and slash. It can be a top-down shooter. It can be, what is it? Um, uh... A side scroller at some points, but wow, it is, yeah, <laughs> Yogotaro is a great visionary. He's he's amazing. He's an interesting dude. Yeah, I've never played this game before, so same. Oh same. man, I have it ready. If you ever want to borrow it, it's on PS4. <laughs> All like, right, I, I, am, I am a found like or er, a profound believer in this game. Like to the point where I'm just like, oh, you have a PS4? Have you ever played Automata? No. Here, I'll let you borrow it. I don't even know who you are, but here. <laughs> That's how I feel about Yakuza Zero. I'm exactly like that with Yakuza Zero. Elisa <laughs> yeah, knows. Yeah, speaking of Yakuza oh, yeah. Zero, how is how is that in terms of soundtrack? I don't always. Oh, well, let um, me tell you. Let me tell you. Let's oh. just let's just say there's like over seventy songs, I think, of soundtrack. I like to listen to the karaoke songs the most. Oh, okay. I I at least know about the karaoke songs. What's Good. yeah? What What's really nice is they worked hard to have a song, an original composition for everything, from just walking around to each of the battle styles that you fight with to each individual boss has their own theme, and then even when you do all of these submissions, like um like chasing down a kidnapper or you're playing racing or you know the the car racing game or you're doing karaoke like karaoke and dancing each of them has their own eight songs you can choose from <laughs> and they're all made just for the game yup i love it so cool so cool i, just, I, just I love it so much I, I just remember uh watching the donkey video about it and then he's just going off about the yeah. karaoke i'm like this game looks hilarious like i would definitely be on <laughs> it's play. so cool it's 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 awesome yeah. definitely yeah this is oh and then just kind of going into it um i love the battle all the battle themes from yakuza zero so what's everyone's <laughs> favorite battle theme 
Ooh. Oh, oh boy. But uh, I'll, I'll let Jeremy yeah. go first. Go ahead, say it again. Sorry, my computer froze for a second. Sorry. Uh, what's everyone's favorite battle theme? Battle theme? Oh man. Yeah. No. Honestly, the the the, the battle theme from Red and Red and Blue, or for my case, Blue, because I own Blue and my brother owned Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the standard battle theme from the original Pokemon games are what make me feel like that's the one I have to choose. <laughs> Aren't all the Pokemon games battle themes a variation of the first one? Yeah. I wouldn't say a variation, but they do have similar structure and composition. Like, you hear that chrom- chromatic thing going down where, like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It happens often, but it does change a bit. They are. The Junichi Masada, he. I wouldn't say he's like. He doesn't vary too much. I don't know how to word this without sounding offensive, but it can sound similar at times. Okay. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But for the most part. They do have their differences. Um, God, it is hard because they they do kind of sound the same. <laughs> the more I think about it, yeah, they're similar. But um, the Pokemon good. battle themes are really they're they're good. I like I like them, especially in Red and Blue, like you were mentioning earlier. They they do have their like trainer battle, but the one I really like is the champion battle. Like, uh-huh. it's it's the pinnacle. Like of this is like the peak. Of the entire game, you're you're there. You're being the Pokemon master. You're going against the champion, and you're gonna be the champion. Here's the song that comes in, and then you hear it. It's just building up, and then it's just you know you're battling out with your rival. It's great. Like I, again, I'll post these songs later. I'll, I'll post like <laughs> yeah. I'll post like arrangements of them, orchestral arrangements, because those tend to be the ones I look out for more. But even the originals are definitely. Great. Oh yeah, no. I, and to add to that real quick, Jairus, I made a video game music text chat in our discord Ooh. so if you guys want to go to our discord and check that out josh is going to post a bunch of music there oh, man, um, so you can look you can find our discord by going to triangle-c.blog that's again triangle-c.blog and that's uh, the main blog website where lisa hosts a lot of her content and you can go there and on the right hand side is where you can find our discord so click on that join up and we'll be hoping to see you in our little Discord chat. Damn, yeah. I'm going to post my music, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Do I'm, it. I'm, yeah, I'm, honestly. I'm an avid, honestly. you know, listener. I will listen to a majority of things. Although at points where I'm yeah. too too tired, I probably won't. <laughs> but, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, what, what would, what's your favorite battle theme, Melissa? All right. So I'll answer this two ways. So <laughs> my my favorite battle themes for just general battles come from Persona. And what I really enjoy about the Persona soundtrack is their soundtrack is very jazzy. It's very Mm, disco jazz, very funky. And it gives a different feeling. Like, it gives a different type of hype where, you know, it's not like a super guitar, like, drums coming at you. you Yeah, it's just more like a, damn, we're about to battle. This is going to be fun type. That's cool. Yes, and that's what, yeah, that's what I love about it. And I, my favorite boss battle theme would be the Sephiroth theme. Oh, oh. Okay. Yes, that's a good one. That's a great one. I, I really like that one. It's, <laughs> it's a. If you're a classical musician, well, I mean, there's a there's a song that's also very, that's uh, amazing too in terms of like you actually reminded me of a really good one just off of that. Um, structural structural wise, it's amazing. Nobu Uematsu is fantastic. He actually mentioned how he composed that song. You want it's. It's it's hilarious. He said, "Oh yeah, I'd love to hear it because what I well one of my favorite things about the song is just the electric guitar with the choir." Oh yeah, 
And that paired up together sounds really nice. Oh yeah, he he actually made his own band because uh, he he was a oh, wow. he was a rocker. Like he, in the <laughs> he was uh, mentioning he he learned guitar. He's an ear musician, by the way. He is. I don't believe he's taken classical training or any any formal training. He's just all by ear. That's what he said in the um, in the interview. So I don't know if he if he got training over the years, but he said in the beginning he was uh, ear trained. Uh, okay. Or like just Very cool. just kind of like oh I'm gonna play it by ear. Uh, so that's there's, awesome. There's that he loved the Beatles. He loved what's that guy's name? The 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 dude who sang for Lion King. Do you guys remember? I have no idea. Can you feel? Oh. I Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I have no idea. Uh, what the hell? He, I don't remember the name. <laughs> what you what? <laughs> I don't remember the name, but he was he really liked that guy. But over the over the years, he was finally like gotcha. He was kind of gotcha. like, oh, I'm my own. Or like, I like myself. Too. Oh my god! So oh, can't believe Elton John. There yes. you go. Yes, he really liked Elton John. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I Your can't mind. believe that didn't like get me. Uh, so. There was that, and he was a rocker. Um, eventually, he he was able to create his own band and even record for like the the orchestras for the piece um, "One Winged Angel." When he was discussing about that song, um, he mentioned how he would he would write certain parts. He he'd hear it, he'd do it, put it down, and all that stuff, and then like try to compose things, and maybe he wouldn't work out. So then he'd just stop, leave, and then maybe he'd come back again later. Eventually, he got like different things written down and then he was like okay let's pretend this is a puzzle piece and we're just gonna put it together that's exactly how how we got composed he, he made, that's really cool he made different things or like different parts of it and different times and then just puzzle pieced it together and it worked that, out that's really awesome yes it worked out phenomenally holy crap and going over it, like I haven't played Final Fantasy VII, but a lot of the people who who talked about it would tell me about that very specific moment where the song would play, and then Sephiroth would become the badass One Winged Angel, and then you see the fire and all that stuff. Oh yes. my god! Like I, I just can only imagine how it would have been <laughs> if I played it. I'm surprised time. you never played it. Are you waiting for the um, remastered edition? Okay, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> okay, I you can be honest. I lied a bit. I have played it on the PSP. Because I bought it a while ago, I was so curious as to why it was so hyped up. When I played it, I, I got to this one point where I was with Aerith. Aerith, everybody disputes over that. Um, I <laughs> got to one part, and I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out where to go because the graphics hurt my eyes. Like, it just, oh. I could not, like, it, it, it did not age well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, spoiled, oh, yeah. I'm spoiled when it comes to video games, I guess you could say. Oh, no, I got you. Well, well, lucky, like, it's going to come out in the next oh, two years. Oh, yeah, but the only unfortunate thing is it's going to be episodic, so I have to pay additional in order to <laughs> get the entire wow. story. But nonetheless, I'm hoping for a remastered soundtrack for me to, you know, orgasm over. <laughs> like, I, I don't know any, oh, other, yeah. I don't know any <laughs> other way to word it. I'm going to have, like, a... No, yeah, no. sure, man. <laughs> But <laughs> you have a session. Oh my god, okay, what's happening? There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, for me, there are many, many battle themes that I've come like to to like love. There's, Enjoy. There's from there's some from the Tales series, they have great themes, by the way. Uh, I think Tales of Zestiria, I think it was, or Z Zilia, they have uh, these trial themes, and there, there's one that's like like latin themed and i love it and it's great oh, there's um okay there's the final fantasy or, or there's kingdom hearts with some of the battle themes they have um there's one that's wonderland surprises it's great um 
and Legend of Zelda. No, actually, Legend of Zelda doesn't really have many that I can think of. It's more like a atmospheric kind of mood thingy. And, um, okay, it's getting hard for me to think. But anyhow, the battle theme or <laughs> boss theme that really struck me was from Final Fantasy VI. I never played the game, actually. I watched a Let's Play of it. And there's this one guy you will hate if you ever play the game. He's very... Very cream of the crop villain. Like you, you thought. Well, I mean, this obviously goes from perspective to perspective. I Sephiroth is a cool kind of badass, but then Kefka from Final Fantasy VI is an asshole badass who's like complete, like absolute ass. Like he's a villain just to be a villain, and yes. Sephiroth has a backstory. There, there's yeah. yeah, there's that. Have you guys ever watched Game? You guys watch Game of Thrones? Uh, I ah. didn't. I I'm not caught up. It's okay, but do you at least know Joffrey? <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's, a little, I, he's a little cut. Um, I hate that kid, but it, it's just what I remember. Or like, it just reminds me of Kafka. Is in he is he dead or alive? I don't know. For the most part, it just reminds me. Or like, the feelings I get with Kafka just reminds me of that kid. And um, the dude's an asshole. But his theme, his 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 bo- his final boss theme is in in classical or like in more of the. Yeah, I guess classically trained world. There are movements in pieces. Um, some people would name them tiers or like the second or the first version, second version, third version. This this song of his has four movements, and it's it's interesting. Like wow, it, it's, it's thematic. Hmm. You 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 first face him face uh face him normally, and he's like he's just crazy. Then he's ascending there because this guy is this, he won. This guy is the villain that won. Um, you you the only. The thing that you win in the end is, like, you just killed him, but he already destroyed the world. But um, this guy ascends to Godhead, and you are literally going through his phases into Godhead. One theme, or one of the movements, is literally one of box fugues. It's, it's like, what is it? It's very influenced by it. It's it's great. Um, I am going to obviously link it. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. Like, I, I feel it's a really well well put together um battle theme boss theme because it's just like you're so with every so with every descent um it's um change the movement yeah is like, what I'm... okay I, like you know how in final fantasy uh it's original like turn based and then the hp and all that stuff when you get to a certain point like it, you're gonna defeat the first the first like movement <laughs> i guess that's how i'm gonna work yeah the first movement of him and then it moves on to the second movement and moves on to the third movement and fourth movement okay finally to the end and yeah, the the music transitions as well. Like it doesn't like suddenly cut off and go to the next part of the movement. It, oh, okay, that's it, awesome. It works out. Yeah, just like how Nier Automata manages to do that seamless transition into the eight bit and all that. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah, it's it's great. Like I can't believe they managed to do that with the SNES back then. The guy had a color. Like you give. <laughs> what, what what is it? There are people who are who are saying uh, how Nobuo Matsu was given a color cramp or like the the music the music fonts for the SNES was very limited. So he, he, people were mentioning how they gave him a Crayola box and how he painted the Mona Lisa with that. And I was like, that's a really cool way of writing his composition. Like, <laughs> the way he composed music. So I, I really like that. But um, that's nice. generally one of my favorite like um, boss battle themes. But now, like just to switch it up a bit, what is your guys' favorite like overworld themes? Like the main theme of anything. Or not overworld. I guess oh. main themes. If you can think oh of one. Oh my goodness. If you can think of one. Oh. Lisa, you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hard, hard question. There's a lot oh, sh- to choose from. Then no lie. There is. 
I guess I guess if not main theme, just another very uh, prominent theme that stuck out to you. Like I guess an example was like in The Legend of Zelda when you played Ocarina of Time, you will always remember Zelda's lullaby or even the Song of Storms. Yeah, uh, for me, I'll have to say Banjo Kazooie because in the overworld, there's it's this it's the same theme by Grant Kirkhope, but it's like as you get closer to a certain level, it'll change the theme to the uh, the instruments that match that level. Like the, the so snow, for example, the there's a yeah, there's a snow one. They'll change to like a xylophone, or if you go closer to the beach, it'll sound more like a reggae tune, mm-hmm. but it'll still keep the mm-hmm. same theme. It's like dun 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 dun, and then it'll get closer to the beach, like dun do 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 do. It's like oh okay, that's kind of cute. And like uh, uses like is... like tropical instruments, like bongo drums, and yeah, it was cool. It was really cool to to hear like. The same theme being played with different instruments over and over ah, again okay. so, for different levels, and I thought that was really cool and really innovative for that game at the time. Man, that is a spectacular choice, actually. I I remember playing a bit of it. Um, so the the theming and then the changing of instruments and all that to fit a, spe- a specific area. Generally, when, yeah. when you have a game, you're gonna have a main theme, or like even a movie, you're gonna have a main theme, and then it's gonna be it's gonna play throughout the entire uh, movie in like different areas and in different ways. Yeah. It, those are called yeah. late light motifs. I remember hearing it from a YouTuber named Joshua Taipale or something like that. But um, shout out to Joshua. Yeah, seriously, he, he did, <laughs> did, did a great job uh, explaining it. So there, that that's a great example of it. Like I, I didn't, I don't remember that well, but I do remember like mm-hmm. the, how interesting the instrumentation got with uh, Benjamin Kazooie. And what about you, Alyssa? Damn, that's a really difficult question because <laughs> I haven't. Oh God, I haven't really thought about that. I guess. Um, yeah. So first, I'll say in the most recent Persona Five game. Oh my God. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> keep going, keep going. In the in, in in the most recent game, there's a there's a song called "Life Will Change," mm-hmm. and it's the general theme song of the series uh, of this um of this game. And mm-hmm. it's once again, it's like it's acid jazz, very and for people who don't can't really put a tune to acid jazz it's basically like the cowboy bebop theme song uh, hey. cowboy bebop soundtrack as well that's like that great. type of feel that's phenomenal and it's really it's really fun it's like very it's like it's very hype in that like very like light-hearted mood <laughs> so i like that theme and i guess um man i guess like i said i really like the halo 2 theme yes, song yes oh like, yeah there, it, there is like you cannot never stop talking about that because halo has a really yeah. well composed uh score soundtrack it's, it really it's does and i all uh, like well, i don't really play halo because i don't play first person shooter but when i first heard the halo theme song i liked it because i used to be in band and i really appreciate <laughs> that type of music when yeah. i heard the halo 2 and they added the electric guitar i was like oh shit it's about <laughs> to go down this is so good it's fucking lit right it's now it's fucking lit right now <laughs> exactly. but it's although i did like the themes for halo t- uh, 3 and 4 like the opening like the the opening uh, theme for halo 4 when you like, just the opening menu theme i was like yeah. that's really cool halo 4 is great i i really yeah. like that yeah. um with the kingdom hearts theme what i also like is how it's a bit um like it's a bit faster in the very first Kingdom Hearts, and in the second Kingdom Hearts they slowed it down a bit. Oh yeah. Okay. Real, real quick, real quick. On on a side note, Jairus is the one who told me that Utahi Hikaru's 
next soundtrack Damn. or next song for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes! Right? It's, You're the one who told me that, right? You, in December. So yeah. Get do you know the name? <laughs> I don't actually know the name. Uh, we're going to get more info as we go along, obviously. But uh-huh. it's going to be coming in winter. Oh, uh, she's amazing! Oh, yeah. she, she has a great amount of songs. I remember Jeremy was playing I a few know. songs uh, when we were in his house last time. Yeah, I like my favorite song from her new album is a uh, uh, two week vacation, or in Japanese it's Nijikan Dake no Vakantsu, which means like take it take a two week vacation. I don't know how to explain it in English, but yeah, it's a really good it's a really good song um, from her new album featuring Sheena Ringo. Shout out to Sheena Ringo wherever you are. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, Yutani Hikari was great. I remember the first time I ever listened to uh, what is it the song that they featured the the main trailer for Kingdom Hearts for was it uh, Simple and Clean. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I remember getting so hyped over that, but I never even got to play it on the PS2. I missed my entire Kingdom Hearts career. Like, I never got to play Kingdom Hearts at all. You can, now you can play it on the PS4. They have the 1.5 and 2.5 remix on one disc. And then 2.8. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. Have you seen the new trailer? I actually haven't seen the newest one, but the one before that that was released. Um, it's oh. looking really good. Uh, they, new trailer for Kingdom Hearts? Oh yeah. They introduced... Did it come out at Comic-Con? I uh, don't remember. Is Comic Con? I think he's talking about E3. Yeah, E3. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The E3 one, yeah. that was the, the last one that I was mentioning that I remember seeing, but there's another one that got released recently. Oh, you're talking about the one that came out like two weeks ago? Yes, the one with Toy Story. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I know yes. what you're talking about. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, that one! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. From D3, D23. Yeah, there we go. That You talked about that in the last podcast, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I got something catching up mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. But uh, yeah, so like, Yutari Karu was like a huge. Uh, reason why I like the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack. Oh, yeah. She's awesome! Oh, yeah, she is. Great. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, listen, when you're talking about Persona, um, I actually haven't played any of the games, but I do know some of the, the uh, pieces in there are amazing. Like, what is it? The Velvet Room is one of my favorite pieces that I've heard from. Oh, the, nice! The uh, I think the Velvet Room um, is actually the only song that stays the same yeah, throughout the series. I, I, I remember yes. my, my friend is an avid fan of Persona. He he mentioned how it just stays the same, or generally it's going to be um, instrument instru- instrumentation, uh, whatever. It's going to be instrumentalized. Yeah, the, the instrumentation will be generally the same. Um, yes. Other than that, though, the one song that I always hear and I love from Persona 5, even though I haven't played it, is the You'll never see it coming. That's actually, that's actually the song. That's, that's, that's the song. It's life. That's the song I'm referring to oh, for the theme song of Persona the 5. I thought the title was <laughs> You'll Never See It Coming. That's exactly what that song is. And by the way, it is, it is actually the best song of the. It's so cool. I remember listening to it. And I was like, this is great. Like, I was like, this is a bell theme song. Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> It's really yeah. cool. Nice. Like, Persona takes an interesting take on music. Like the guy gives like is given free reign, I guess, and he just like jazzes everything up, and it's like, wow, I didn't ever think this could be a battle theme. It's it's phenomenal. I know, fantastic. It's really it's really cool because Persona is a you have to look at it like a whole package because it is a very live. So although the themes that are covered in the story are very dark. Mm-hmm. The idea of persona and how you get your persona and the art style is very lively and colorful. Oh yeah, and that's why they have this more upbeat soundtrack to it, which is cool. Which I think is very a very cool juxtaposition. (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. I really want to play it. Like, oh my god, I still haven't. Oh god, you guys have to play Persona Five. It's amazing. Although, what what I would actually suggest, I know that um, you know. 
aging games yeah. to an extent yeah. like <laughs> is not that appealing so if you are okay to play something that has aged i would actually play persona 3 persona 4 persona 5 in that order <laughs> because um the storylines are drastically different for yes, each one yes. and the soundtracks are still jazz themed mm -hmm. but fun in different ways because once you get to persona 5 if you replay persona there's no replayability anymore in my opinion for <laughs> three and four because five elevated so much that it's for me if i'm replaying persona i'm gonna go back to five i can't go back to three or four oh, anymore man, that's gonna be difficult then i know I I haven't played a really good JRPG in a while, but honestly, yeah, I like I'm like I like waiting for games to come out because they're cheaper. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm down to play anything that's a little bit a few years older. Oh, yeah. well, I don't one. know if four is on the store because four actually came out for the Vita. It's yeah. the reason I bought a Vita. Yeah. Oh wow! The, yeah, definitive edition four four is on the Vita. Like, if you want all the content, like the be the best content four four at all, it's the one for the vita it's called persona 4 golden i've been meaning to play it exactly but i don't have a vita <laughs> yeah it's a, it's it's the main reason that i got one because i i'd wanted to play it for so long they added um i think two new two new parts of the story mm -hmm. with it and uh, added a bunch of different things that scenes added oh, dialogue nice. etc etc <laughs> yes um, fun stuff yeah it's great um, oh, um, there's, yeah. so real quick, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Mm. Um, one, another theme that I really like is for the Tekken Tag Tournament <laughs> games. And um, I feel like you'll appreciate it because this is the main theme song that runs for Tekken Tag Tournament 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. You won't find it for any of the numbered Tekkens. It starts off with mm. a piano intro. Hey. And quickly shifts to like just this electronic song but and with the piano playing in the background as well mm -hmm. and it sounds really nice i'll post that for you um here's a little bit of a funny Yay. thing uh the composer for near uh keiichi okabe has actually composed a few of the tekken games i don't know if he did ta uh the <coughs> tag team games but um he has worked on a few of those uh it was mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, i think Alyssa uh and and even you jeremy you guys uh discussed about it shortly is the what is it the new trend of video games and the music they have having these orchestrated tours so this is yes. becoming more common and actually in some of the interviews that i've seen uh that i watched when it comes to uh the video game composers and these musicians uh they went over or they touched upon like the orchestrated tours and said that like it's it's an amazing phenomenon that's been happening, um, especially with Final Fantasy. I believe Final Fantasy is the one that like was the was the one uh, in the front or in the vanguard in that area. I'm not quite sure, um, but I remember this this man was mentioning about how classical classical concerts. Of course, they'll get people who go to them, but they tend to be the the audience can be a bit of a hit and a miss in the sense that people will cough obnoxiously or some people will sleep they'll just be there to be there i feel like um oh i see but when it comes to the orchestrated the video game orchestra uh orchestra the tours that they have um he was saying how the audience <coughs> that they get there <coughs> I this was the conductor actually that, that was interviewed he was saying how the people or the audience that's there They've. He's like, I've never had such a great audience for these Aww. orchestras because it, these people have played a game where this music had 
was at a certain scene that was like precious to them. It was like it was heartfelt or like it just it stirred them inside. It made them feel some sort of feel. They want to be there because they want to listen to this music and see it in like yeah. in its most raw form and orchestrated or in with instruments, live instruments in a in a concert hall. It's it's great. He was mentioning how these people are like the best audience that they've either performed for or like he's conducted for and they are great sports like with um with how they react to certain things that happen like let's say nobu imatsu gets like a like a guest appearance he just hops on stage with his band and everybody gets hyped i i know that's happened like it, it's it's a good <laughs> example and then there's even with the breath of, or not breath of the Wild, i mean to say the legend of zelda and kingdom hearts even gets their orchestrated tours um uh kingdom hearts ha- i don't know what it's called um, but they are also doing their tours. Final Fantasy has Distant Worlds, The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I forgot what the I forgot what the Kingdom Hearts one is. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I do want to go to that one though. And Final Fantasy, I know there's there's one that's in America. I wanted to go to it, but I can't. Um, <laughs> however, um, August fourth, I got tickets to The Legend of Zelda Symphony again because nice. because they're going to finally do Breath of the Wild. They're going to do some music from there. Oh, so okay. I'm looking forward to see how that's going to be arranged and by whatever orchestrator or orchestral arranger there's going to be. Um, and Very also nice. just to touch like one last thing. It was really cool for me because how I was gushing about Nier and Nier Automata, the game actually got an orchestra, like a concert, like a that orchestrated tour really fast like it wasn't even that long and then i still have yet to watch like the entire two hours but um i was just really excited to see that like i remember the the pamphlet that was uh released on twitter it looked really cool it, it showed like the main characters and they're like a string trio there's one on the cello and a violin or like there's two violins and they looked so cool i have it as my um my wallpaper for my my lock screen it's 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 great. It's beautiful. I loved it, and they had some cool Very things cool. going on. But yeah, that's that's majority of what I wanted to touch on, like all those games, orchestrated tours, and like themes and what we liked and all that. Yeah, that's really cool because I feel like if more people are interested and every and composers, um, you know, are really happy with the turnout of the audience, they're just going to create more orchestra tours for video game soundtracks, which mm-hmm. would be quite wonderful. Oh yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, like if, yeah, like um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can really do it for Persona, but if there was a <laughs> jazz group going around touring and performing all of the main Persona staples, I would totally go to it. I'm sure there is in like some small town, you know. Yeah, it's like it just not, covering all the songs. It might not be orchestrated like an orchestrated concert. It could be something more of like a pop concert or something like that because mm-hmm. the music is very like yeah. it's jazz yeah. or not that. Not poppy. It's jazz and uh, centered. Usually, when you think jazz, you think classy and like all that stuff because it is pretty oh, yeah. classy. But I can I can see some sort of concert being held for that type of music. Uh, obviously, a lot of people like it. If I remember correctly, my my friend Ben was mentioning there was some sort of concert for Persona Five. Oh, okay. Because uh, he was mentioning how the people, the person who awesome. was singing, people were surprised when she came out because she was like Japanese or something like that because she sang really well for the English. But um. Yeah, so there's even concerts for that, if I remember correctly. I need to check, just in case. But yeah, was there anything else you wanted to touch on? Yes, so what I wanted to say is, in terms of video game soundtracks, what I also appreciate is if a video game didn't necessarily compose all the songs, they chose the correct songs to be on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And the example that I'll give is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and... (laughs) Grand Theft Auto 5 
and the different and the different types of songs that they chose for that, especially for San Andreas, because, you know, it's based in the 90s. It's in California. Shout out to 1992, by the way. Exactly. (laughs) When that that game is set. Exactly. (laughs) And I thought that they chose very appropriate songs. Um, It was the first time I listened to a lot of old school R&B and hip hop when that game first came out. And as well as a lot of the rock songs, too. And all different kinds of genres on the radio stations that I've never heard of before. And with Grand Theft Auto V, I was... kind of wondering if since it's set back in los santos if they would continue um carrying on a really good soundtrack and they did which was really cool and also shout out to uh vice city for their 80s soundtrack and yes. the songs that they chose for that as well so good yes yeah i've actually never played those games so i can't really say much on it you, sh- you honestly like the story in those games is pretty good <laughs> you should definitely check I've it out i've heard a lot about yeah. five so i might play that one over the others yeah, especially because is... I'm a brat when it comes to video games and they're aging wait say that one more time because I'm a bit of a brat when it comes to video games and if they age I can't deal with it if oh. they don't age well I mean For well sure. I mean GTA 5 definitely ages well It's they came out like four years ago yeah it came out four years ago uh, and I'm, I'm checking how much it costs on PS4. There's right still now on DLC Amazon. made to this day for. Oh yeah, no, it's because of the shark card. The game is actually still forty bucks. Holy crap! But um, uh, oh yeah, no, because like because they they offered like shark cards, which is like for the for GTA Online, you could buy um in-game money using real money, and it's because of that, like all the little kids buying like all these shark cards that they were able to release all the DLC for GTA Five Online for free. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so cool. Yeah, so it's pretty neat. I mean, the game, if you download it for your PC, holy shit, the game is like more than 70 gigs right now because of all the assets you have to download for just GTA Online. Like, the single player, I think, is only like, is not that big. Mm-hmm. The single player, like, files aren't that big, but because the map and because of the online assets are downloaded with the single player game, it's it's just so much more bigger for, like, the hard drive yeah. space. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, please. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend GTA Five to you, Gyrus. It's not just—it's not just the music; it's also just the, the story is really good too. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of interesting hearing that that uh, take that you had, Alyssa, when you mentioned how it's not like it's not the original compositions that can also make the game. It's also the the soundtracks that have already been made in order to fit the theme of the game. Is that's actually really cool? I definitely didn't really ever think about that <laughs> now that I yeah think about when um, it comes to games and all that. Yeah, I because um. Because now that I look at the game holistically, I think about that too in the in the um, in the creator's song choice of what they decide to put, mm-hmm. and when like for when you're like in a boss battle or you're cruising down the street, what song ends up playing, and it really sets the mood of the game as well. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. I, I, I... I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> if you have the game, like, if, by any means, like, lend it to me, please. Uh, I definitely have to find, like, a place to play because, you know, I'm not on my own right now. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, I, I feel like... What was that? Talking about GTA, right? You're talking about GTA yeah, 5? Yeah, GTA 5. Yeah, I feel like that's not really a game you should play around people that are sensitive to, like, M-rated content. Yeah, yeah. My my dad being a pastor and all, not really the greatest idea. (laughs) No. Don't want to be blasting people's heads off, you know, right next to them. (laughs) Uh, 
He might be like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> That's sacrilegious. <laughs> you can't be it's doing like, that. Oh. Like, are you? <laughs> that guy's dead. <laughs> what are you doing in the car? What are you doing in the car? Is that a stripper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a stripper? Like, oh, no. <laughs> that would definitely be the worst thing to do next to him. But yeah, for, for sure, yeah. I would definitely be able to. It's now on my list of games to play, though there are many <laughs> already. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I feel like f- for if you're just going to play single-player gyros, I think you could definitely wait for GTA Five to go on sale. <laughs> That sounds like a so, promise yes. or not promise something I should probably wait for it until it's like twenty bucks, which is gonna be I don't know when. I guess when Red Dead Redemption Two comes out. But yeah. crap, I should have got it on Steam Summer Sale. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, if if you wanna buy for a PS4, wait for Black Friday and then just go to uh, Best Buy. <laughs> Oh, Red Dead Redemption also has this one song. It's this one song that I really like because um, Red Dead Redemption is a lot of ambient music, Mm -hmm. um, being in the West and more just like tumbleweed blowing and just a slight noise in the background. But one of the prominent songs that plays in this is when you're riding your horse from the u.s to mexico <laughs> and it i can't really i don't really want to go to, into much detail if you since you two haven't played it before mm-hmm. but that scene and the music that they that's played during that is just perfect for the sunset and just riding your horse and <laughs> everything and with that very game. cool yes very very nice i think i very actually cool. was it there was a, a video i watched a while ago that actually mentioned one of the songs for uh red dead redemption and i believe it is that song that you're mentioning so i will definitely have to take a look at it again because uh they did uh comment on how it was very fitting and i think it was yes. like a very crucial part of the game so it's um it your ship you're going to the next country mm-hmm. and something like you defeated something and you're going to the next area so <laughs> I, I like these, it is uh, it is crucial these, these uh very spoiler tagged uh, <laughs> you know you're being very vague it's great it's very, very <laughs> all righty yeah uh wow that was a lot we we talked about a yes, lot this has did. been a very fun conversation thanks for yeah Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, yeah. The, the scary thing is that there, there are actually more games that I thought of that I could talk about, but we'll, that, that, <laughs> that'd be too much. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely share them yeah. in the, the, the thing that you guys mentioned, the little channel you put in the Discord. So just look out for that. Yeah, this is video game music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks again, Jairus, for coming on. It was a lot of fun talking to you about music oh, yeah. and stuff. I, I, yes. I love it. <laughs> I, I know you, you know <laughs> I do. We love talking to people that are passionate about something, <laughs> especially when it comes to video games. All righty. And video games are what we're talking about Woo! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Alrighty. god i don't know i don't know what that was okay. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but man uh yeah <laughs> all right, all right. i yeah, yep anyway. um because if you don't stop me now Ooh. Oh no, I gotta, oh, I gotta like, wake close up. Us out, Lisa. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 16th episode of Downtime Podcast. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>